A central goal for our project is to ask a pretty simple question, but one that's pretty elusive. And that is, what are stories for? As you might have already guessed, our working theory is that they're incredibly important and that they're somehow woven into our identities as people. They give us pleasure, of course, but they go much deeper than just escape and fun. Uh, if you're not from Hawaii, you might find it interesting that in the vernacular of Hawaii, when we, when we say that we want to discuss something, we say that we want to talk story about it. Not just talk, the story part is essential. And it suggests that deep down, we know that stories provide a universal language in this place where we live that speaks so many different languages. Uh, we have to tell our diverse stories to each other, uh, almost so that we can inhabit the same place. Talking story is part of the glue of a community. So to keep exploring that idea, uh, here are a few bits of a conversation between me and Bill Spradlin from Kaimuki High School. Uh, Bill's my fellow diversity fellowship facilitator, and we're perfect examples of people who have arrived from different places to be a part of Hawaii's story. Bill from Los Angeles a few decades ago to attend college, and he's been here ever since. And me from Miami, Florida just a few years ago uh, to live with my wife's family, that's, which has a very complex story of its own with roots in Japan and Montana. So here are two English teachers uh, with very different stories, talking story about a classic novel, a contemporary TV show, a few other things you might have heard about as we try to define what it is about stories that makes them so special. Um, so, yeah, a big part of this idea, we called it the, 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 the diversity fellowship. And one of the assumptions behind it is that stories have this ability to connect mm -hmm. people who may be very different, that stories are like this really fundamental thing that human beings do, do in order to learn about each other and that they have the ability to form community. The, the, uh, the, the image might be, you know, way back uh, thousands of years ago, our ancestors sitting around a fire, you know, and, and talking story, as we say here uh, in Hawaii. And that just being something natural, it's not something that you really have to learn. Mm. It's something that comes out of us as human beings. So taking that assumption, right, and, and trying to explore, you know, ourselves as a community and, and, and the issues surrounding our, our, our community uh, through these wonderful plays that Kumukahua uh, puts on, which are very a local, you know, locally themed mm. and community oriented. Um, so before we get into what we observed about the students reacting to these stories, I'm just curious about your own thoughts about storytelling. Uh, and if there have been some stories that you would mind sharing that have made an impact on you, you know, that have helped you think about yourself and your community in, in important ways, stories that maybe you come back to a lot. Mm. Or, or are coming back to now in this time of your life. Mm -hmm. So you're steering me towards the Bible, I take it. If that's that's your <laughs> yeah. that's your thing, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I was raised in the church, but <clears throat> we'll talk about that. Those are good stories. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I I think first of all, I think we all are writing our own story every day we live our lives. Mm -hmm. um, I don't often think of that every day, but you know, when you really think, sit down, and think about it, that's that's what it is, and mm -hmm. ultimately, that's what ends up with our life is just a story mm -hmm. that our kids share with their kids or whatever. Unless you're one of those famous people that wrote it all down and, mm -hmm. you know, it'll live forever. Uh, but we're only going to live through 
somebody's words and memories. So, mm -hmm. you know, we all write our own story. But looking back, I mean, I, I think some stories that have always, you know, you mentioned going back to, I don't know that I go back and read them over and over, but I, I think about a lot of the lessons in the stories. And I, I think you already know that mm -hmm. one of my favorite books is The Old Man and the Sea. I know some of you think, oh, that's so short. I know. That's why I like it. Um, yeah. It's just a great story. It's simple, and it gets to that, you know, you were, we're talking about how people are connected and the human condition gets to the essence of how we live our lives and mm -hmm. what do we want out of our lives. And, and you know, the message I always take from it is don't be afraid to go go out farther than everybody else right. and do things differently. And For those of us who do not know that story, what what's like the basic You know what, just read plot. the story. Just read the story. Just read the story. Old Cuban, old Cuban guy. <laughs> He's gone 84 days without catching a fish. Yeah. And his whole town, this little Cuban village, they all, all the fishermen make, sort of make fun of him and tease him because they're all catching fish in, inside the reef, and mm -hmm. he's going beyond the reef because he mm -hmm. wants to catch the big fish. Right. So I'll let you read the story and find yeah. out if he catches the big fish. And I if he does, to, what happens to it? I happen to know a little <laughs> bit about the old man in the sea because I'm from <clears throat> Miami. And if you're from Miami... You learn about all kinds of things related to Cuban culture, so because this was Ernest Hemingway's Cuban story in a way, hmm. um, you know people are familiar with it. And I actually did my master's thesis on on Ernest Hemingway, so I, I read all his novels, and I remember writing about the old man in the sea a little bit. Uh, on okay, so yeah. in the pantheon of Hemingway stories, mm -hmm. where where would you rank it? Um, well, he did win the Pulitzer Prize for it, so I guess some people liked it. To be honest, it's not my favorite. It's a very simple story, yeah, like you said, right? right? I mean, it's I'm a just, simple guy. You're not. Oh well, so, no, you know that's that. Yeah, that's I mean bad. that's not that's not a knock on it at all. You know, it, it's just a very straightforward, simple story. It's unlike some of his other novels, where, mm. where people, you know, with Hemingway, they go like, "Is this even a story?" He's right, just talking right, about right. some guy, you know, walking through the hills for like for like three days. Like, what's what is something going to happen now? Right. Which is sort of his his style. Uh, but in this one, you know, he goes out, he, he's, he's been cursed, he says, right? He can't catch a fish. He catches this huge fish, but it's so big that he can't bring it back in. Don't right? ruin the ending. It's not the end. I'm not going to say what happens, right? So well, that's his, kind of the ending. Well, his, str <laughs> his struggle is trying but to bring... But the struggle is right. real. You know, that right. quote lives on, right? right? Not just through that story, but, mm -hmm. you know, we have to persevere. That's part of life. You right, know? right. And, and so I often think of that story... I mentioned Breaking Bad was a story, but that was in jest. You know, I am a, a high school teacher, but I'm probably not going to you know, quit my job and start selling drugs. Mainly because I don't teach science anyway, so you don't have yeah. to worry about that. Yeah. But, um... You could tell other things. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, podcasts. <laughs> um, so let me think. I, I, I like The Art of War, Sun Tzu. Mm -hmm. That's a good story. It's not really a story. It's a book. That counts, um, yeah. The Bible is a story that whether I like it or not, I come back to because, mm -hmm. you know, my, my grandma was, uh, she was a, an opera singer early in her life. And then she, when she got married, she was mm -hmm. just, she sang at church. And uh, wherever she was singing, that's where we were. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. and she lived in, well, we lived in her house, actually. Right. So I grew up uh, every Sunday mm -hmm. watching grandma sing. Mm -hmm. You know, she was a soloist and. And she was actually kind of more famous than I thought. You know, she had a recording and toured with this one um, pretty famous church. I, I couldn't even name them, but I, mm -hmm. I didn't even learn that until her funeral, you know. Um, wow. But like I said, we're writing our own story, you know. And, right, right, right. So, um, and I think for the Bible, I think of the story 
one that I always really liked as a kid of ex- Exodus, mm. you know, going going on that mm-hmm. on that like really difficult journey. Old Man in the Sea. Yeah. Old Man in the Sea again, <laughs> right? Well, Yeah, and I, you know, just one more thing about Ernest Hemingway that relates to everything that we're saying. Um, reading a lot of his stuff, you you learn very quickly that he's into describing, like, basing everything he writes around journeys. Mm-hmm. Just people going on journeys, like I'm in a war and I got to get out of the war, and he shows the person mm-hmm. going from the from the war to his 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 escape from the war, kind of like the an Exodus again, very very biblical, very like going back Always to like these old stories, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and there's even an idea that the whole reason that people tell stories is because um, we love knowing each other's journeys. You know, mm. it's like it's really easy because it relates to our own. You know, right? Yeah. We, we are yeah. connected, whether we like it or not. Yeah, I mean, I've got some high school kids. Don't don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> you're having a bad day. You know, whatever. But whether we like it or not, we're connected. You know. Um, yeah. Yeah, we all go on. We go on this, that similar journey, right? The, yeah. the human journey. Yeah, yeah, we face some some common obstacles. Um, and then stories also, to me, have this ability to bridge people who don't think that they have much in common. Um, I wanted to mention that one of the stories that I've really been into recently is the HBO series The Wire, right? Which you have not watched, I've never right? Seen it. Might check no. it out. Yeah, maybe come over one day. We'll watch a couple episodes. Um, but it's it's how many seasons today? Uh, it's five seasons. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. I, my, I may be. I could do that over winter break. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe come over. But um, yeah. So it's it's a it's a story about um, a, a poor, predominantly African American neighborhood in Baltimore, Maryland, uh, and it's really good at at just following the lives of characters of kids who live in the neighborhood. What's it like to be in a school there? Like even understanding what happens. Uh, with people who you know who are involved in gangs and what happens with with the families that are sort of struggling with this, but also like what do the cops do? Who are they? And the politicians and how do all these factors um, come together to create a a community, right? And to create you know the very the, like the unique characteristics of a community. And so I teach that story a lot uh, in in my classes. And one of the things that I always find interesting is that. Because most people who I teach are not African American, and because most people who I who I, who I teach don't do not live do not live in poverty, the initial response that they have is I can't connect to this, I can't mm-hmm. relate to this. But it's such good storytelling, and the characters are so compelling that after a while they start to see that. Connection. Right? They see, oh yeah, it's you like know. it's like high school kids with Shakespeare, right? They don't right. like what 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but. You ever fall in love, <laughs> you right? Know, or whatever the story is about, you know. Right, usually right. they read Romeo and Juliet, yeah. and you know they've got their crush sitting on the other side of the room, and they they start to relate, and it right, goes right. back to that human condition, right? We're all we yeah. all experience this journey, you right? Know, yeah, and, this and thing called life. So, and in the wire, you know, it's it's part of it that I think people can relate to is how do I how do I get ahead in the world, you know? Because mm-hmm. I'm I feel right. like I'm stuck in this situation. Right. And, um, you know, I, I want to do better for myself, for my, for my family. And what am I willing to sacrifice? What am I willing to yeah, do, yeah. right, to and get there? we all there, do right? that sure. in some ways, you know, yeah. no matter where we, we start. Exactly, know. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it goes back to finding your way home. Like, mm-hmm. And I think home is, in a lot of ways, you know, some people call it self-actualization or whatever. But mm-hmm. we're always searching. And that's one thing that connects everybody is we're searching for, is this my path? Is this... 
you know, is this my best life or whatever? 